Hey, I'm Dan. And I'm Zach. And we are Fiery Friends. And this is episode 66. 66, the start of season five, my guys. And we're doing it right in the middle of a lake. Dan, how are you doing? Fan freaking tastic. Being in the middle of the lake is like the coolest thing ever. And this is the best way to finish off an amazing summer. Yeah, it has been quite the epic summer. And if you guys listened to our last episode, it was actually back when Dan was not yet a married man. That's so crazy. And I was not yet a man who had ever lived in Texas. It just doesn't but feel like it existed. Now look at us. Look at us now, Dan. You have been three months married. I've been three months in Texas. To the day. And it has been a while. Has it t- is it to the day? Yeah. Oh, really? It's yeah. like the three-month marriage anniversary. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was the 27th, right? Or 28th? 29th. Wait, is it the 29th already? Maybe it's tomorrow. I think tomorrow. Is, no, I think it is the 29th. I think tomorrow's the 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, to the day. Today's the day. We're celebrating tomorrow. Wow. So, yeah, three months since Dan's marriage, three months since I was in moving to Texas. Well, a little longer. I, I moved a little after that. But, yeah, Dan, uh, it's been a great summer. We've had a lot of memories that have been made. And so uh, we don't have a whole lot of time right now because Dan is going to go to an amazing haircut soon i gotta get a haircut before school man yeah dude he's about to be going back to do the substitute teacher thing that he does so well yeah and so uh yeah so we're just chilling on the lake we're gonna do about a a little bit of a shorter episode um like i know last episode we kind of just talked about we don't know what the podcast will be like in the future because of us being in different states for the current time and you know i was thinking about eventually doing like where we do like long distance podcasting but right now my place i live in texas heartlight ministries they don't have wi-fi yet so way to go heartlight get your wi-fi (laughs) (laughs) so i can so we can bring the podcast long distance but while it's not while it's like an inconsistent and it just kind of happens whenever that's going to be like season five i feel like season five is like the season of like sporadic episodes it could be months apart it could be days apart you never know what you're gonna get so yeah here we are the wheel maybe it'll come back in some other season this season we're just kind of doing what we do it's kind of like season one you know back when we just like made up episodes and we just actually came up for the idea of this episode like three minutes ago we were just sitting here on the pier and we were like what the heck are we supposed to talk about? Like every, everybody wants an episode, they want us to come back. Yeah, know? we We're need like, to come back. Like we got to do something. So we came up with this. It? We came up with this idea. It's called summer superlatives. Genius. Because everybody loves, you know, at the end of the year, you get your high school yearbook, and it says like best smile, the best smile, the 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 worst mathematician or whatever <laughs> and, and you vote all the people and it's so exciting when you get your awards like dan did you get any awards in your high school uh i feel like i should have i feel like I you would have bro i got voted for two awards at my high school I, I was honored i got i got the most likely to brighten your day and the most likely to change the world i was like dang those was, are two true things i was they so were, honored they were right i never would have expected it to it was crazy so but yeah, I mean, we're not talking specifically about people. I mean, we could be talking about people. But like, we're going to be talking like biggest moments, best moments, best trips, best... I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with the categories as we go. Me and Dan, like I said, we have like about a half hour. So we're just going to go back and forth and like come up with some kind of category of uh, something. And then we'll both answer our response for the category to give you guys a glimpse into our summers. Because obviously a lot's happened in Dan's marriage and in my... Texas it's, I mean it's everybody's Texas but you know I was there and so so uh yeah well we're gonna just do it and it's gonna be fun so uh Dan do you wanna do you have any superlatives you want to start with at all I do Dan has it right on the tip of his tongue good luck Zach all right I don't know if I'm ready all right summer's best meal 
the best meal in the summer. whole summer. I got it for you right now. Are you ready? All right, Dan. Tell me what was it? All right, the best meal of summer. Hmm. It all it all started on a day kind of like today. Mm-hmm. It was sunny. It was about five in the afternoon or so, and I was hanging. I was already married. Yeah. And I was hanging out at my in-laws. Yeah. Out on the back porch, and we're talking and having some food. And mm-hmm. they're like, hey, tomorrow you guys want to go to Ishnala? And then... Wait, uh, what's an Ishnala? Ishnala is... I think I saw this... I, I think I asked this on Facebook. Too, it is the so nicest confused. supper club in the Great Lakes. Oh. It's a very, very nice supper club. Very spicy, very delicious. Wow. So it's crazy because I had just maybe the last weekend been in a wedding with our good friends who love to worship the Lord, Jesse and Joel. I love and those guys. they were talking about how their in-laws take them out to Ishnala. And they can't afford it, but they love it. And then it happened to us literally like a week later. Whoa. And Ellie's like, this is my favorite food. Or it's her favorite steak place ever, but it's also like her favorite food, basically. Dang. So we went there, and it was like, it was a beautiful day, a beautiful drive. We did kind of like Adele's day of it. We got to go mini golfing. We got to go just enjoy everything that the Dells had to offer. Yeah. And then we just like, Ishtal is so cool. It's literally on Mirror Lake, which is such a beautiful I love Mirror crystal Lake. lake. I yeah. haven't kayaked it. I You've never Zach, kayaked Zach it? Zach and Will yeah. got to I it. yacked it with Will back in the day. Yeah, it was fun. Someday I'm going to kayak it. Probably next summer. It's going to be amazing. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, get out on that lake. But yeah, we got to sit like on the beach while you wait for your table. Because there was such a long line. Like we got there like a minute before it opened. And there was already like a 40 minute wait. Yeah. But it's usually like a three hour wait. So that was pretty good. Oh, wow, nice. But yeah, so we waited, and we were hanging out drinking Old Fashions, which is like an American mixed beverage, and it's like super good. It's like sweet and delicious. It's got, it's called muddling. It's like muddling. Where, you take a, where you take a pestle and like grind something up. Yeah. It's got freshly muddled um, oranges and cherries. Mm-hmm. So it's like super delicious. And then I had the best steak I've ever had in my entire life there. Ooh. Where they come out, and they're like, here are your options, and then today's special is, and they describe it, and like, steak. with a bunch of adjectives. That's super And I'm like, steak. I'll take the super steak. <laughs> and it was so freaking good. Each bite yes. was like so tender, and delicious, and so smooth, and buttery, and it had the sauce on it that wasn't sweet, it wasn't savory, it was just kind of something in the middle. And it was, I was, I couldn't describe it. Yeah. It was amazing. It Whoa. was just, it was perfect. Dang, bro. So yeah, that was that was the best meal of the entire summer. We got to hang out and talk and just it was like a phones away experience and we would look out at the lake and the sun would hit it just right and it would like twinkle and sparkle uh-huh. and you're like this is a magical moment because you're eating at the supper club and it feels like you're in the woods because yeah. you're like right against all these windows uh-huh. and Mirror Lake is really beautiful and there's woods all around and it's just like it's an experience. Yeah. But yeah, that was my best meal of summer. Bro, I'm I'm very impressed. That sounds iconic. Lovely, beautiful. Yeah, so for me, it's weird. Like, I feel like my best meal, like, you know, having moved to Texas and all, like, all the Texans would be like, oh, I bet you tried Whataburger. I bet Whataburger, (laughs) I bet Whataburger was your best meal. And I'm like, I'm about to tell you right now, if you're from Texas, Whataburger is trash. Like, I just, I'm laying it down. I'm laying down the facts right here, right now. Do it in and out. Whataburger is not that great. You Texas people are wrong. Like, I've tried it three times. I gave it three chances. I didn't just quit after one. I went back, like, three times, and every time I'm like, this place is all mediocre. Like, it's not good. But, like, I mean, I mean, it's passable. Like, it's, it's you know, I, I would eat it if I was starving. But, like, 
or like if it, sometimes I go there because it's the only thing open late at night, but it's not like good. But I was trying to think of what my actual favorite food was. Like, I don't know. Like, it might have been either. So right before I left for Texas, actually, I don't know if that still counts as summer. I feel like I was like almost summer. Sure, like, I'll cut it. I think it might have been after your wedding, like because I had like this day where I went to Will and Ashley's house and they like fed me. It's like chicken and rice inside of a pineapple. Yep. It was like this really iconic meal. Like they filled it up to me as like a goodbye gift as I was going to Texas. And like low key, that was like really, really good. Like just eating chicken and rice out of a pineapple. Like there's just something iconic about that. Just I saw a picture and it looked delicious. Eating fresh out of a pineapple. Um, yeah, that's like the first thing that comes to mind. Otherwise, like the other day I had two fish sandwiches from Quick Trip. <laughs> And those, those are old reliable now. I'm, those are the greatest of all time. Yeah, fish. I'm sorry. For all the food in Texas, I would the two meals I had in Wisconsin <laughs> are the only things I can remember. Oh so, my goodness. So like for all the people that said Texas has the best food on the planet, I have yet to agree. But that's that's just my situation. But there you go. That's that's my best meals of that I can remember anyway. Um so anyways, Dan, are you ready for this next superlative? I'm ready, hit me. Okay, I'm gonna gonna ask you what was the song of the summer what was the best song of your summer the song that defined the summer that if you had to like encapsulate your whole summer in one song what would that song be are you going first right i mean i can go first i can go you first whoever asks goes first that's true because they have more think. time to yeah I, I, I had it like preset in my head exactly so, so anyways yeah so i was thinking it. about the song of the summer i think the one song that like really like um i feel like has been resonant with me especially in my time at heartlight so far which is the ministry i'm working at if you guys didn't know that but um but at heartlight really early on like one of the things that god spoke to me and there's like a lot of original songs that god gave to me which those are one thing and they'll all come out in some album in like the next six months or something when i actually get to record and release it but you guys won't know those songs but there is one song that you might know that's on the radio and it's called same god do you know this song have you ever heard the song it just goes like uh it was uh it was like how does how does the it's, it's like I'm calling on the God of Jacob, whose love endures through generations, or whatever. And then, like, and then how does the chorus go? It's like, uh, Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh rock, oh rock of ages. I'm calling on your faithfulness, on your faithfulness. Yeah, and that's really, I think, been the theme of my summer in whole, as a whole. Is just like, it's been a summer where I've just done so much reflection on God's faithfulness. And really one of the biggest things that God kept bringing up for me at Heartlight was just this concept of like, that he was there for me through every hard season. And yeah. I think it's really been like a summer of just being so thankful for the full circle because like i would think a lot specifically back to like when i first was forced to leave africa in 2020 and like you know i dropped out of college and like all my friends were in amazing relationships and had amazing jobs and it was just like i had nothing like i was so alone like i was alone in you know my friend dawn's spare bedroom for like 10 months and like yeah, had no purpose or crazy. future and like you know 
at that time I was just so questioning like god why did this all happen like his mission's even still for me but now like I'm in Texas doing stuff for the Lord and like I went to Mongolia and I went to Hawaii and I went to Kansas and like all these different pieces of my puzzle never would have worked out if God didn't like plan every single step of the way and like he was the same God in those broken moments where I didn't know what was happening as he is now and just like the consistency of him through every change of friendship and every change of location has just been something that has really like that's moved my heart so deep this summer um and then like a side shout out this this song what was like this my this was like my theme song before i went to texas but it's the song called uh on the altar you know that song yeah it's like oh oh, oh i will live on the altar i feel like on the altar is like my song of the year versus like same god was like my song of the summer because like this whole summer it was about like just remembering god's faithfulness but like this whole year in my mind has just been like having my heart on the altar like god you like take me use me wherever you want like he took me to mongolia the coldest place on the planet like completely outside my comfort zone now i'm in texas and like there's part of me sometimes when i'm in texas where i'm like i just want to go to the next thing right away (laughs) but like i know that god has me there so deeply for a reason right now and like and i just like i love living in that place of surrender like yesterday we were at this amazing wedding um of our friend ali walker and well ali stanley and jordan stanley the iconic ones you know they're iconic people and at their wedding they did this thing where they broke an alabaster jar and it was just like a a symbolic of in the bible when mary uh or like i don't think her name is actually mary like some people think her name is mary but like the girl who anoints jesus's feet at bethany like you know people have interpretations if her name was mary or not but (laughs) but anyways like she broke this expensive perfume like the most expensive thing at jesus's feet and said it was worth it to like give it all for him and like they did that at their wedding to say like we're gonna give our whole marriage to you and now i just like have that image in my heart i'm just like god i'm gonna break my whole life before you so you can use it however you want to and it's like yo this is crazy this is awesome this is amazing so yeah that song is like my song of the year on the altar but same god i think is the song of the summer because it's just like it's just always like such a good remember remembrance like every day just be like you know the same god that was with me in my darkest moments and in my greatest moments is here with me today and we're gonna take on the world it's gonna be great so yeah dan what was your song of the year dude song song of the the summer song of the summer i guess and if you have a year song too i just wanted to throw that in because i just like i I just couldn't not mention on the altar it's such a good song but (laughs) i love those songs i forgot the names of them and they're so good yeah they existed yeah they're honestly so good Mm -hmm. i went to a bunch of bridge church worship nights really yeah i haven't been to bridge church worship in a hot second the wednesday first month wednesday of the month yeah because we would still do those and then do Caleb's study afterwards. Yeah. So I would go to those and there wasn't a song in particular there that really got me, but like those were beautiful, beautiful times. I just loved corporate worship nights. Yeah. Summer. It was a summer of corporate worship and it was really beautiful. Mm, that's so good. But my song of the summer, I forget the name of it, but the chorus goes like, I've been running up that road, I've been running up that hill to get to you, Ooh. to get to you. But it's just kind of like, it's like a twofold thing because it just felt like my whole 25 years of life I've I've been searching for a deeper meeting and for the Lord and I found the Lord and you find the Lord more and more every day so like that's like True. a forever forever continual pursuit mm-hmm. but I feel like I've been running down the road and running up the hill in all of the different ways of like figuring out like who I want to spend forever with and how that looks 
and what family looks like and mm -hmm. how all these different things come together and like the you in the song specifically my my current my wife yeah so, oh like i finally got to having a wife which is just so different and it's been a summer of understanding what being married looks like and what it means and how to over communicate things and successfully uh make each other just like really feel loved and feel cherished to yeah. cherish each other and be there for each other and everything uh -huh. and it's been really cool because there's some moments where like i'm either really tired or i was just like not feeling it and it's just like we're there to help each other out in all the simple things like filling up water bottles and yeah turning off the lights and mm. just like taking out the trash and just doing things you're not told to do but like you want to do and you want to honor her yeah so it's been really cool to honor each other and it feels like it's been a lot of running to get to this moment and we really like got to reap the rewards this summer of a yeah. of like a journey well well run through dating and engagement it wasn't super long but it felt pretty long so right that's cool so yeah i just felt like we got to a good milestone and then it's like next thing is just doing family and then growing into figuring out what our community looks like as our community starts to uh just transfer like yeah. move and spread out into different places which is super cool and awesome but it's really good to have a reader community in the current city that you're in and we are looking to find fresh community for the both of us something new together yeah that's so cool because yeah the interesting thing about fiery friendships is it takes us in different directions like the fire will burn all over the world like exactly. i'm going to texas and all our friends are going to other random places like but like the cool thing is like when some people go burn somewhere else like you can find some new people to burn with right nearby exactly so, <laughs> so yeah no it's exciting but yeah it was just like yeah. it felt like a lot of running to get to a spot and now it's just kind of like walking hand in hand instead of running together yeah so it's been like a peaceful transition peaceful slow season yeah, yeah it's really cool i loved it and the stillness it's very unique i love that bro that is amazing wonderful beautiful oh i love it okay dan what is the next superlative uh, let's see. What was, let's see, superlatives of summer. Mm, mm. The highest of highs. The highest of highs? Yeah, what was the highest of highs? The highest of all the highs. Yep, what I'm going to tell you what the highest of highs was. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> the highest of highs this summer for me happened to be down in florida actually in florida state. wow low state high moment <laughs> i know right high moment in a low state no physically the highest of highs had to be i think rock and roller coaster was one of the tallest that a we went roller on. coaster yeah because it was a high oh, it was actually high it, was a high, it was a high height that's amazing yeah no it's one of the highest of highs <laughs> but but for real like a honeymoon is a beautiful thing it's like yeah. super cool I know a lot of mine are going to be about what, I don't know, summer for me just looked a lot like Yeah, just, just that first year so, of marriage. And that's a so good thing. Cool. Yeah. It was so cool. But yeah, like literally just a really fun honeymoon. And it looked different than we expected. Yeah. But it was so cool. Mm -hmm. It was just fun getting to like pray over all of our all of our Lyft and Uber drivers who were just like, like yo, you could do some prayer. We're going to pray for you. Yeah. And just like kind of come together like right away as like we're married and we are we are one mind, body, spirit. Like we're coming together and just like praying over these people even after we get out of the car and like mm -hmm. interceding for them. Yeah, really. And that was a really good, that was like a high step high. That was like, 
like freshly married a week later it's like we're just like interceding over these people and loving them well and seeing people in the parks at disney and universal and just like getting to talk to them and yeah it's not like lifelong relationships there but it's just getting to enjoy each other enjoy, enjoy people company, around you yeah of people that's just cool because you get to go see so many happy people mm-hmm. like it's a vacation destination so everyone around you is like super joyful yeah that's so but yeah cool. no the highest of highs we're like flying there definitely technically but really coaster and then it's like the whole honeymoon it was just really beautiful to be able to relax enjoy each other and the lord was like so apparent in it the whole time and yeah. i thought that was so powerful like if I, I I wouldn't pick any other way to do it, mm. but to have people to like minister to and then to love each other. And we had these really good, like it was a non-dairy like frozen bars, kind of like an ice cream bar with a chocolate covering. Okay, okay. And we had that, and then we ordered Taco Bell, DoorDash at like one in the morning while watching some movie at our hotel, and it was just like it was really peaceful. Yeah. So I was like, this is so unique. I've never done this before. Just like mm-hmm. a lot of new experiences. Yeah, that's good. I love it. I love it. What was your highest of highs? My highest of highs. I mean, there was a lot. I'm, I'm going to go with this one thing, and I'm going to transition it into the next thing that I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to call my highest of highs, not like my literal highest of highs. I don't actually know what my literal highest of highs might have been. It might have been, I got to go to this Rangers game, like that. Well, no, that wasn't even high because they, they put us in the owner's box at the Rangers game. My oh, that's job, super cool. My job at Heartland took us to this baseball game, and, like, the guy, like, knows the owner of the whole, like, Texas Rangers stadium. So we got to, like, go in the owner's box for free, which was, like, good. But, like, I didn't, we didn't even sit that high up. We sat, like, in the bottom, so that, that was not high. I'm trying to think of literal highs. I didn't really even enjoy that that much. I mean, it was good. It was an awesome experience to, like, you know, do with my coworkers and stuff. But, yeah. like, I'm not a baseball guy. But you know what I am? I'm a guy who likes to have a car. <laughs> so, hey. so I think one of my highest of highs was probably when my parents drove my new car, this random white Buick, all the way to Texas for like 20 hours just to deliver me a car. Like that's true love right there. Parents delivering their self a car to Texas. And I think they stayed on like the top floor of the hotel. And we played some games in the hotel when they were there. That was a high. So that was pretty high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I and another high is I didn't get high, and none of the kids in my house got high because, like, you know, with Heartlight, obviously, I'm working with kids who have come from different backgrounds, and yeah. there may have been highness in some of their past, and there wasn't any highness in the last three months in any of them that I noticed. So that's a high in itself. So yeah. the lack of highness was pretty high. <laughs> um, but. With the car, I'm going to go into the next superlative, which I want to talk about, which is I want to talk about the best discovery of summer. Ooh. Discovery. Because we're people who like to discover new things, right? Yeah. And because I had a car, I was able to discover things that I would never have discovered without a car. <laughs> because without a car, you're kind of stuck, you know? But then I got one, and I was like, wow, this is great. So I got a car in July, and after I got the car down there... I ended up going on this Facebook page called Hallsville Together, which apparently it's called Hallsville. I was calling it, no wait, no, I think it's actually called Hal. I don't know, bro. I kept pronouncing it wrong and all the Texas people were like, you're saying it wrong. It's Hallsville or Hallsville. I don't even remember which one it is. Hal's Halls. It's one of those and I was always saying it wrong and it was supposed to be the other one and I don't even know which one it is, but it was either Hallsville or Hallsville. But this Facebook group called Hallsville Together, and I was, like, off on a weekend because, like, my days off change while I'm out in Heartlight. Like, it's always different, random two days every week. So, like, I was off a weekend, and I was like, I want to check out a church. So I joined this group, and I'm like, hey, does anybody around here know any churches that, like, love the Holy Spirit and, like, actually encourage, like, freedom and worship, like, worship flags and, like, 
creative art and all that stuff. And then I got like 600, well, probably not 600, but like 50 different like requests of churches in the area. They were like, well, check out my church, my church, my church. But most of them were just like mega church people that were just like, you know, they really liked their mega church. But then I saw this one thing. It said throne room house of prayer. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, this sounds actually really cool. And so I go and I'm like, I emailed the lady and I'm like, because their website said they have services every day except sunday so i was like what and so like i sent her an email i was like do you guys meet on sunday and they're like oh actually our first sunday meeting is tomorrow and i'm <laughs> like cool i'll be there so like i just go to this um this sunday gathering and it's at this big office building in the basement there's just this little prayer room and there's like probably like six people there so and it's just cool. like this really cool intimate environment and we started reading ephesians we did some worship um and yeah, I just told them about my story. The, the the people who run the place are these this couple named Corey and Casey, and they like had previously been worship leaders at a church, but then they felt the Lord leading them into like a prayer room movement, and now they're doing this prayer room, and they have an RV, and their goal is like eventually to get land to put their RV on and to start building a community with that land to start a start like a bigger community of just like intercession and prayer for the nations and like it was just so cool because that was exactly what i needed in texas because at heartlight like a lot of my coworkers, there's like it's about 50 50 like some of my coworkers are like super deep with the lord and some of them are like kind of just there for the money but like <laughs> the ones who are super deep like they're really super deep and like um but but like even the ones that are super deep like we don't always have the same off days so like having this place i can go where i can have consistent people outside of just my work friends to go deep with the lord with and just like have a space where i can just sit and soak in his presence for two hours and she also told me that like eventually like i could start maybe playing on the worship sets and stuff with my ukulele or my piano there was one time i went in and i played on my ukulele and so like this is like by far the biggest greatest discovery for me this summer was just like the throne room house of prayer and honestly like I think out of everything in Texas so far, that's, like, been my highlight, like, of highlights is just going to be a part of that. And I think Casey and Corey are probably going to be, like, people that I see as, like, supporters for, like, the rest of my life, like, now. So I'm just really thankful to have, like, some pastorally type people that I know I can, like, go to for advice and things like that. So, yeah, I love the throne room house of prayer. It is so good. That was my greatest discovery. Dan, what was your greatest discovery this summer? My greatest discovery this summer was kind of co-discovered by David. David the Novak? David the Novak. Hey, we were just playing games with him, and I, I beat know. him. Catan. <laughs> Star <laughs> Trek Catan, because we lost the other one. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> no, it was really cool. It was, uh, we were hanging out one day, and we were just talking about how David loves to hike a bunch. Yeah. And his brother, and him and some other dudes are slowly hiking the entire um, trail that runs through Wisconsin. Oh, the the, the Glacier, Glacier Drumlin? or the Ice Age oh, Trail, yeah. Oh, Ice Age Trail? Okay. Yeah, Glacier Drumlin, same thing. Oh, are they the same? Yeah, the same trail. Oh, it just has a different name? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so it goes like all across Wisconsin, basically from top to bottom. Yeah. And it's like 1,300 miles of trail. Okay. So they take off weekends and go hike for like three days, then come back to life. And they're slowly, like, checking off different sections of it, and they're going to hike all of it eventually. Yeah. So it's, like, not all at once, but it's, like, you hike for a while and stop and hang out and nice. camp somewhere. But he was talking about this one section with a cave in it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a tunnel. It was a tunnel. He's like, there's this one section with a tunnel that I saw on a map yeah. that he had never done. And I was like, bro, we got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so he Oh, looks- Wow. He looks it up on the internet, and it turns out, like, it's technically closed off for some stupid reason. Oh, like, darn. a couple years back. 
and we're like, well, let's go look anyway. Let's go anyway. Let's just check it out. That's that's the mindset of a trailblazer. Exactly. We wanted to blaze a trail. Do it. So we drive an hour and a half there because it's over by Devil's Lake area. Yeah. And we get there and there's like a couple people and a speaker out there mm -hmm. and then we park and they're like are you here to pick up one of the runners mm -hmm. and we're like what and they're like they're doing a marathon here it's like a like a tunnel marathon yeah <laughs> this is the tunnel station how's it going he's like well i'm not here to pick anyone up i'm just gonna go for a hike and they're like well you can't hike in the tunnels closed <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh you gotta go back two miles that way and walk over some random other place. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, cool, thanks. So we get back in the car. <laughs> we're like, we didn't even mention that. Whatever. So we just like kept going, like another two miles down the road, and then pulled off on the side and walked from the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and found our way to the tunnel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And David discovered TikTok, and he's been trying to blow up on TikTok this summer. David? Yeah. David does not strike me as the TikTok type. I know, right? He did one but of those... But I feel like he could get famous. He did one of those Wisconsin, like, if you know, you're in Wisconsin, if cheese curds and whatever. And it was, like, hilarious. Did it go viral? That one's not blowing up yet. Other random things are blowing up, but not that Dang. One. So, yeah, he's going, he's going slowly viral. Dang. But... And it all started on our podcast. I know. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> Episode two. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, dude, we found this tunnel, and uh, yeah. we saw they, they had the fence in front of nice. it, and we were about to climb over the fence, and then we realized you could just push it, and it was unlocked. <laughs> oh, wow. So we walked in there, we put on headlamps, and there's like so much graffiti in there. Whoa. We thought there were bats, because they said that there was a sign, so there were bats. Graffiti and bats? But it was just a pigeon. Oh. This pigeon was just like trapped in there, and it made- a pigeon? Like when a pigeon flaps its wings in a, cage? In a, ton in a tunnel. In a cave? Wow. In a tunnel, it was just like, wow, so loud. But yeah, it wasn't as long as they thought it would be, but it was pretty long. We were in there for like half an hour or 40 minutes or something. Dang. But there was so much random graffiti, and we were just hanging out and like talking about random stuff. Some but serious like, spelunk? It was a cool discovery. I didn't know yeah. that there was a tunnel that's even that long and that big. It looked like a trail. It was like literally a train used to go through it probably. Oh, nice. But then they turned it into a trail, and like it was blasted through a hill, so it was just dope. It sounds awesome. I want to go check it out sometime. It was a cool discovery. And Wait, did they like, kick you out or did you... Nah, we left eventually. You escaped without yeah. being evacuated, no by, evacuated like, those, by those people who kept saying it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It was just like, it was really cool. And I was like, that was probably the most adventure of adventures that I had. This it summer. sounded very discovery -ish. It was hikey and it was discovery and it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for wait, wait, quick honorable mention. Ooh, what you got? I, I also went to an escape room this summer. I was like, escape rooms are cool. That was like a second tier discovery because I never did that before and it was kind of fun, but we sucked at it. We failed so hard, but but that was that was another part of my summer, but not as good as the prayer. Anyways, what's the next superlative, Dan? The next superlative is best laugh. Best laugh. <laughs> what made you laugh the most? What made summer? you laugh? Dan, what made you laugh the most? Oh my goodness. Gosh, this is a tough one. <laughs> I feel so bad about it. Oh no, Dan. What could it be? It was with David again. Oh gosh, David, what a legend. <laughs> he had a couple superlatives with me this summer. We yeah. were throwing it up. That's awesome. <laughs> we, uh, I bought this kayak, okay? Yeah. So I found this kayak for $90 used once. Instead of like 130 new, and I was like, yay, a kayak. It's inflatable. Yeah. So we inflated it, and it decided to go down the McQuanago River with it, which seemed like a great idea. Mm -hmm. And we get in the kayak, and we realize that once in a while we get stuck, 
and there was a lot of things that could poke this inflatable kayak, which is basically like a big air mattress kind of, but yeah. bon- with bonus. So we're cruising along, and then all of a sudden, like, we hit this stick, and then we back up and keep going, and I feel like, I think we're starting to sink. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, David, bro, I think uh, I think we're losing air. He's like, nah, dude, I don't feel anything. <laughs> like, a minute later, we just, ooh, slowly getting lower and lower. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I think you're right. Oh, dang. But yeah, we're, we keep kayaking because <laughs> the geniuses of Intex who made this kayak made it in two parts. Yeah. So if one part pops, the other part's still fine. Okay. So that part made it the whole way. But it was just like, we laughed so freaky hard because we got to so many spots where like yeah. we had to get out of the kayak and we'd like almost fall over. We had to pick it up and like throw it over things because uh-huh. there were like beaver dams and stuff oh in the way. Oh my gosh, beaver dams? To, like, we 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 were, we drug it through the woods for like a quarter mile. <laughs> That's insane. As we were doing it, we we're like, we are idiots, <laughs> <laughs> and we were just laughing just so hard. Oh my and then gosh. there was moments where like we were, it was too shallow, so yeah. David just got out and he literally like pushed me along in it for like an hour. Wow. <laughs> like I was just laying and he just kind of pushed it along because we were too heavy when we were both in it. Yeah. And then like it would get really 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 cold. And I just uh-huh. started laughing because it wasn't cold and his legs were like getting numb. And I was like, I feel bad for him, but it was just hilarious. Wow. And then we realized that we had like, um, uh, they take blood from you and they, these little leeches. Yeah. Yeah. There were little leeches everywhere after a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were picking off leeches <laughs> and realizing that we're idiots and we were just laughing so hard. And there was this one moment where we decided to go like left instead of right and we <laughs> thought it would be quicker. Yeah. And that's when it took us through like the quarter mile and it got really cold and stuff and like we could have been just fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we get back to the regular river and it's like super beautiful and we're like, man. But yeah, we just kind of sat there and laughed really hard for like a minute. So that was like the biggest belly laugh I had in the summer and it was a fun adventure. It sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. Laughing at other people's pain is the best. Yeah. It, it can be. It, it, it shouldn't be, but it is. <laughs> we you laugh know. together. It's fine. That's we're both true. in pain That's together. true. That's true. And yeah, exactly. I'm not like, ha ha. Either way, it's just like this situation is hilarious. Yeah, true. Sometimes it's funny to go through a hard thing together. You're just like, ah, we're, we're facing this. Exactly. <laughs> it's a good time. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, I can't really like think of a specific best laugh this summer. I feel like I did laugh a lot though. Like, just like being in a house with a bunch of teenagers, like they really do. Like, oh yeah. They have a lot of like goofy moments. Like it's funny. We have this one kid in our house who's always like, "That was goofy, aw, man." Like apparently that's like some new slang that I never heard of before. Goofy, aw. Yeah, apparently it's like a slang that means like goofy ass, but like, but, like it's like goofy, aw. Like he'll always just say that around the house, and so like, oh my god. So whenever something funny happens, he's just like, "That was a goofy, aw moment, bro." <laughs> so it's like it's super funny and random, but that's hilarious. Um, but like I think one of the things that was really funny is this past uh. This past Monday, we did a talent show with the kids, and that was really fun. Like, some of the talents that people came up with, and one of my favorite ones was they did a parody of The Greatest Showman, where one of the guys on campus, he dressed as Zendaya, and he had, like, a pink wig on and everything, and, like, he was, like, lip-syncing to rewrite the stars, and, like, the best part of it was at at the bridge part, where it's just like, all I want is to fly with you or fall with you or whatever mm-hmm. he like he like lifted up another guy and it was just like he was like lifting up the 
like the Zendaya guy was lifting up the guy who was dressed as like the greatest show. Oh my gosh. Or as Zach, he was dressed up as Zach Efron. And so like, so like it was like the reverse where like the woman was like the strong one like lifting up the guy. So, so, so that was pretty iconic. And like that whole talent show was crazy. There was like one kid who he had like an act where he was like dancing with himself and like he like he like had like a coat where it like looked like he was dancing mm. with another person. Like, have you seen that before? I've seen that before. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's so, so that cool. that was iconic. Like these kids had like a lot more talent than I expected, and it was just like super iconic. And like then another kid like he ended up like singing this song "Fall for You" that like he's like super into, and he was like singing it to one of the counselors, and it was like it was so funny. Like I can't go into details because like you know I'm supposed to be more private about things, but it was a really good really really fun night <laughs> that's for sure and like lots of talent too like some of the girls you sang were really good and i got to sing a disney medley too with one of our guys like yes. and it was really fun I, I i started it with bob marley like don't worry be no not no it was a don't worry about a thing because every little thing gonna be all right man yeah don't worry so i sang that and then i wanted to hakuna matata and then i sang uh Bare Necessities, and then I did Under the Sea, and then How Far I'll Go. So it was just like all the best Disney songs. Well, not all the best. They're like they're like pretty a bunch tier. of good ones. They're like in a good tier together. Yeah, a Whole New World did not make it, but that's because that's like a little more instrumentally complicated. But anyways, so that was fun. We had a good time. I had a lot of laughs at that talent show. I probably laughed at a lot of things that were goofy aw this summer, but you know, it was a goofy aw. It was a goofy aw summer. So, anyways, we have only a couple minutes left. So I'm gonna like blast you with two final things to make it yeah. seven superlatives. <laughs> I know. I was like, you gotta finish it. We gotta have seven. We gotta yeah. finish. So here are the last two superlatives. I'm gonna shoot you with Dan. I'm gonna shoot you with one. What was the best new friend this summer? Who was the best new fiery friend to come into your life? Dang. And then the second one is, what was the best new dream? What was the best thing that in this three months of summer, you know, in, in Tangled, there's that awesome scene at the end where Eugene and Rapunzel are like on the boat and Rapunzel's like, my dream's about to come true. I'm scared. But then Eugene's like, but now you can dream a new dream. Yes. So like our dreams came true. I'm in Texas. He's in marriage. But like God's obviously, he's starting to put new dreams in us. What's the best new dream? Best new friend, best new dream. Wow. Let's go. This is so cool. Let's dump into it. Uh, I'll start, I guess, best new friend. Um, so first of all, I have this friend named Bo, who I'm not allowed to talk about more, but he, he's a good friend. But then there's also these other friends um, that are my coworkers. So I really love my coworkers, and I think probably my best new friend coworkers, um, two that come to mind immediately or three to come that come to mind immediately are my friend David, um, who me and him used to live in the same house at Heartlight, but like him and me, we had this big deep night where we shared testimonies for hours and he had like previously been a youth pastor and then he went through like a bunch of church hurt. And then now he's like here at Heartlight, like helping the kids and stuff. And like, he just has such a cool testimony and I've really enjoyed connecting with him. There's also this girl named Katie who's like super cool. And we went to upper room together. So that was really cool. And our friend Itzy too, like me and Katie and Itzy, we all went to upper room together and they're both like super on fire for Christ. And like Itzy specifically loves singing. And also my friend Brandon, he really loves singing. And he has like this crazy story too, where he was like, like he even like says in his story, he's like, yeah, man, I followed Lucifer the last seven years. And now I've known the Lord for seven months. And, and like, he's like, he's coming back into wow. the Lord. And it's like this really redemption story. So like, just crazy stories of like Brandon and David and like the things they've walked through and seeing their redemption and then like people like Katie and Itzy being able to go and just like worship the Lord with them in places like upper room or prayer rooms and, and even just like get into deep talks about like the nitty gritty of like what we want to see improved at our workplace and in our lives. So 
those guys are the ones that immediately come to mind, I would say. And then for the biggest new dream, I would say for me, um, in a lot of ways, my biggest new dream is just like all my old dreams resurfacing again. Like, yeah, I think, I think my new, true. my new dreams that I'm really still passionate about that I've always been passionate about is, is going to France and then going to the Gambia to work with Fulani Muslims. And then I think the one that is like the most, like that wasn't like on my radar as much before is now I have this big dream where I want to go to isolated islands. Like just cause I feel like that'd be super cool. That sounds dope. And like YWAM ships does a lot of work with like going to islands that don't have any airport access. So that's the other one that's like really been kind of like resurfacing in me recently but like it changes like every week like one week i'll be like france is what i want to do after texas and then one week i'll be like nah like gambia is what i want to do after texas then i'll be like nah i am ships is what i want to do after texas so like i feel pretty confident that god does want me to stay in texas this whole year like we'll see i mean you know obviously i didn't stay in ghana the full 16 months i was supposed to so this could end earlier too we'll see what happens but uh, but yeah, just all those old dreams continue to resurface on a daily basis as I continue to pray for the nations too. Like my favorite thing this year has been just every day praying for a new nation or country or people that I care about. And so I've just really enjoyed doing that and I'm excited to see how God will continue to lead me into those future dreams. But right now I'm really just dreaming the dream of helping to see these kids encounter the Lord too. Cause I think God's really been speaking to me a lot about being present in this moment. Cause it's so easy to get future focused and I'm really learning to love um, just being here and now. And even just like these last four or five days, like being home in Waukesha for this like vacation that I've been home for, like I really am missing the kids and I'm excited to fly back to Texas tomorrow and see them and just spend time with them again and see how they've been doing. Like it's crazy how like invested you can get in kids' lives. Like, you know, I, I, I call heartlight parent practice in a lot of ways because it's like, you know, you're living with a bunch of teenagers and basically like being their parent of sorts. Like, yeah. you know, you're living in the house with them, you're cooking the meals, you're checking up on them and like you know, when you go away for a couple of days, like they're still on your mind. Like it's, and I feel like that's what it would be like for your kids too, you know? So it really does feel like you take ownership of that in like a powerful way. So it's been really good. I, I've been enjoying the whole experience. I wish we could talk about it more, but we don't have a whole lot of time. So that's what I'm going to leave y'all with for now. But Dan, what was your greatest friend and your greatest, uh, or your greatest new friend and greatest new dream? Best new friend is kind of a combination of just like friends I kind of knew in different roles yeah so like David I had moments where he was like more best friend and more prominent and this summer was one of those moments where he was like my go-to guy yeah if I was free I was like David bro what you doing let's go disc let's go board let's go do something so yeah it was one of those summers where David was my go-to dude to hang out with right and I actually got to hang out with uh one of my teacher friends like co-workers uh-huh. his name's caleb khan he's really cool yeah he's like uh he's one of the younger teachers and he's got all the new like teaching practices and stuff and whatever and he's just like he's a super cool guy and he's really fun and he carries about a, around a bunch of fun equipment in his trunk yeah like tennis rackets and random stuff just to hang out with people and he just he loves people really well mm-hmm. so it was cool he was really intentional we got to play tennis one of these mornings and hang out and yeah. I was like, that was like discovering like a coworker and turning him into more of a friend through that moment. Yeah. And then during our in-services before we go to school, mm-hmm. I found out that we have building buddies this okay. year. Cool. So my building buddies, Mr. Pronto, who's really fun and really oh, cool. Oh, he's the one that always jokes with you. Yeah, he's uh. a jokester and he's hilarious. So I'm really <laughs> excited to like grow that into more of a friendship. Because we had a couple cool friend talks last year, but I want some more 
fun friend hangouts and moments and memories this year. Yeah. So it's just like growing into more friendship with coworkers that are really cool and teachers and love the Lord and love students well, mm-hmm. and still getting to like see David in a different light because he's really he like he's doing league with disc yeah. golf and he's like and he's like a TikTok celebrity yeah, he's t- now. He's like doing a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> he's like so, it seems like his haircut is way better now too. I know it looks really today good. today. I saw his face. I was like David looking fresh. I know he looks good. So yeah, there's a lot of. <laughs> That's just like a lot of new roles for people I'd seen like the past year and past years. Yeah. I met a couple people. No, nothing too, too memorable. But yeah. yeah, everyone else is really cool. And then best new dream is it's got to be sound blessed because it's like taking my DJ business, which kind of like it just came upon me out of nowhere. Yeah. I still think it's the weirdest thing. Like I was just like I was cashiering at Goodwill and then I quit. And then I was just chilling for like a couple weeks. And then a couple weeks in, my best friend at the time, Blake Patrick, was like, bro, you want to learn how to DJ weddings? I kind of want to try it out. He tries it out. He hates it. I loved it. I did a summer of it. And then I was like, I can't work here anymore, but I love it. Yeah. So I got my own stuff and did like maybe one or two, maybe five a year for like the next six years, just like casually, like not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why I didn't think, wow, I should do more of these. Right. <laughs> and like, like advertise. Yeah. It just didn't come to me for some reason. But now it's there. And then, like, I got engaged, and I was like, I need to make more money. Well, I'm just going to, like, pursue more DJ and stuff. Yeah. And then I didn't really know how to do it, so it kind of stayed the same, but it got a little bit better. And then I just, this past month, like, stumbled upon, like, people who are really good at making, like, DJ businesses grow and stuff. Yeah. And I, like, I love the knowledge part of it. I love learning and doing the business concept and, like, doing the marketing concept and knowing that you can, like, hire people on to who are better at doing things anywhere. Like, admit that you're not the best at everything yeah. and that you can invest in other people to be really well for you and that you can all strive together and like you're helping a community out by like paying yeah. them to do stuff for you so it's growing the business in that way and then bringing on people under me and starting this like community of DJs who all get to like get well paid and be respected and that love the Lord together and if they yeah. don't love the Lord yet that they would love the Lord through me like mentoring them and walking through them so like bringing like young adults together to be a part of a DJ wedding blessing. The nation DJ thing. empire. So yeah, I'm just that's a, that's a cool dream, and I think yes. it's right around the corner. It's like one or two years to like full, fully realizing it, and I get to do it with my wife because she likes to do businessy stuff, kind of like that once in a while too. So yeah, we're a team on this one, and it's You're gonna be in dope. It together, and that's my new dream, and I'm psyched. I love that dream, and if you people listening to this love that dream, and you're like, huh, I. I really would love to be a part of this DJ family that's being built. You want to join? Yeah. Then you know you can always call this amazing guy who DJs weddings. And you could DJ weddings alongside him if you call the number 262-271-2600. That's 262-271-2600. Yes, call it now and you could be the next DJ of the Sound Blessed name. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's our summer superlatives. We talked about what were all the ones again? There was like the there was there was highest of high, the highest of highs, the best laugh, the best meal, the song of the summer, the best friend, the, the, all the, the other best ones. Dream. And best the other ones dream. too. There was one more. I don't remember what it was. And it was really great. It was probably really great. All of them <laughs> the were really great. Best new discovery. Oh yeah, discovery. That's what it was. Yeah, there we go. So we did all those. We obviously could go on, but. We have places to be. Dan's got hair to get cut. I've got a plane to catch in the morning. And I'm going to go hang out with Caleb Dorothy, who was in episodes 50 and 52, talking with <laughs> us about Ephesians. If you guys ever want to listen to his voice, it's a good voice. It is a um, very good voice. But yeah, so otherwise, um, it was, it's been good, Dan. 
like I said, we will we will see what season five brings. It's a definitely more spontaneous season, but I'm about it. We love the spontaneous here on Fiery Friends. Do you have anything left to say to the people as we make our way off this pier into the sunset? Guys, don't let me drown out here. It's scary. It's just me and Zach. Yeah, we are just drowning out here. We have an owl with us. That's probably going to be in the thumbnail. So yes. He's holding right. the phone. We're holding it down. Let's make the thumbnail. Real good. We're about to make it as soon as we end this audio right here it's about to finish so you know until next time keep the fire burning